Frosty Green Boys. It's the Water Boys Podcast. I'm Paul. I'm Kirk. Those are our names, but you could call us the Matt LeBlanc and David Schwimmer of independent music podcasts. <laughs> Why? Because of how often people ask us, are you guys really friends <laughs> or do you just work together? <laughs> But the answer is, we are really friends. We are really friends. In real life. IRL. Yeah, and to prove it, we got together socially recently. Yes. Because of a discussion we had on this podcast. Yes. About the movie Tough Turf. Classic. Uh, which I'd shown a clip of the movie yep. for our last uh, Grab Bag episode. Yeah, and I freaked out that you would pick this uh, yeah. the Jim Carroll band. Right, because I love the Jim Carroll band, yeah. but I'd never seen Tough Turf, even though the, you first told me that I need to see it seven years ago. Yes. So we finally got together, and I watched it with you, and it's my new favorite movie. <laughs> <laughs> I, I knew you would like it as like, oh, what a fun, weird movie from the 80s, but yeah. you legit were like... I love this. It's just, it's, it's not, here's the thing. It's not a good movie. Yeah. It, it. <laughs> but it's not bad. It's one of the most schizophrenic movies I've ever yes. seen. It doesn't know what it wants to be. Mm-hmm. It doesn't know who its main character is. Yes. And the plot is awfully confusing. Yes. People don't act the way human beings act in this movie. No. But I love that. Yes. It's also... It's not one of those movies like a Mystery Science Theater 3000 where you like... No, it's not that awful. It's not that awful. Like, it's well done. The performances are really good. It's really ambitious. Yes. And it tries too many things. Yes. But all of the wild swings in tone that it has, every note that it hits, even though they're from different songs, I love all the songs. Agree. Right? (laughs) I agree. So... Yes. And speaking of which... The soundtrack is amazing, even outside of the Jim Carroll band yeah. clip that I showed. Your new, your second new favorite band. Yeah. Jack Mack. Jack Mack and the Heart Attack. Jack Mack and the Heart Attack. Let's, okay. First of all, I think it was over the opening credits. I shazammed the song because I'm like, I recognize who's singing and I can't yeah. place it. And I looked it up later and it was Marianne Faithful. No. Yes. So it's Mar- the soundtrack has the Jim Carroll band. Three three Jim Carroll bands. Yeah. Marianne Faithful. Yeah. But then also this band Jack Mack and the Heart Attack. Two songs from them. Yes. And they're in they're in the movie they're playing in, themselves, performing yes. the songs. And they're sort of like this kind of Huey Lewis and the Newsy, like yes, very blues true. throwback bar band, yeah. but a lot of dudes in the band. There's like nine of them. Yeah. And whole it's, brass section. Right. Very sort of cheesy. Yeah. And you're like, how is that in the same movie as the Jim Carroll band? Also, him as himself, playing live yes. music. Yes. This movie had so much music, it felt like a musical at points. Yes. And there were music because there were dance numbers. Yes. Every time there's a song, they play the whole song. Yeah. And people are dancing, too. There's throughout the film. And then the part that almost broke you... Uh, Spader lip syncing, pretending he's singing We Own the Night. Okay. We Walk the Night. We, we walk, walk the Night. Written by someone you've never heard of. Some jabroni. Sung by someone you've never heard yeah. of. This makes 
Michael J. Fox's lip syncing to Johnny Be Good and yes. Back to the Future look authentic. It is the it is the worst sound alike for James Spader. Doesn't even match him. Right. They clearly recorded the song before casting film. Yeah, like, whoever we cast is just going to have to lip sync. And it takes place. That happens in a scene. There are a lot of things that happen in this movie that that seem like it's ripping off Ferris Bueller Day Off. But yeah. this movie predates Ferris Bueller. So just like Ferris Bueller and his friends go to the fancy restaurant Shea Keys and deal with the snooty maitre d'. Yes. James Spader and his friends crash a country club. And it's wacky. And it's a big, long, wacky set piece where they're, like, stealing food. Yes. And, and like, riffing and being yeah. funny. And the whole time there's this new wavy band doing Twist and Shout, also like Ferris Bueller. Yes. In the middle of the day, during, like, a weekday. Yeah, and they try to explain it like, it's Friday afternoon, that's when all the kids come out. Right. So they're dancing to that while the people are being wacky. Yeah. And then the band finishes and James Spader's like, my turn, much like Ferris Bueller jumping yes. on the float. He hops on the piano, but instead of playing, like, some rockin' party song for everyone to boogie to, he sings this love ballad. To his to the girl he's in love with. To the girl he's in Can love with, to. which we're left to presume he wrote. He wrote or had, like, chambered. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. And, and again, this is a moment where the tone just pivots completely. And it's the whole song. And it's the whole song. Yes. Here are the beginning lyrics. I yeah. just looked them up. We Walk the Night, written by Jonathan Ellis. Sure. Per- performed, parenthetical, lip-synced by James Spader. It also has the, like, the music for it, too. Oh, great. Okay. So, I feel the thunder. <laughs> I feel the pain. I know the struggles you keep. The nights in the rain. Yeah. One more. I feel your face. I hear your eyes. I know the nights that you cried, but still we survive. I, I walk hear your eyes. I, I hear your, I feel your face. What kind of pseudo profound 80s power yeah. ballad bullshit is that? I walk the night. Oh, it's so bad. It's so bad. It's I very walk bad. The night. <laughs> it's so bad, but it's so weird because Spader's singing it and you're like, what is happening? But no, he's not. But he's not. No. And she's just like, I'm in love with him. Yeah. Kim yeah. Richards. Kim Richards. Um, what else happened music? There's Jack Mack and the Heart Attack. They do a song in the middle of the movie. Yeah, where she does a huge, or her, her dance extra, her yeah. dance body double, does uh, right. an amazing dance sequence yeah. in her wig. Um, and then they come back at the end. And after the big climactic fight scene where Spader kills the villain yeah. and he's lying dead. Yes. And they cut from a shot of his dead body to... Back in the club. Yep. And Jack Mack in the heart attack takes the stage and gets like, dan, 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 dan. and then the credits are rolling while they're all boogieing yeah. again. The credits roll yeah. and like all the, the original main characters for yeah. come up on stage and pretend to do the saxophone with them. Yeah. And you're like, wait, someone just died. <laughs> this <laughs> is the time for the Jim yes. Carroll band to perform. Yes. Do people who died. Yeah, that's right. They don't do their most famous song no. in this movie, but that would have been that would have been yeah. appropriate. Like you literally murdered someone. Yeah. Well it was clear it was self defense. And he deserved it. Yes. He, he was, was trying to murder James Bay. He was a piece of shit. Yeah. Yes. But just Well listen, just because someone's a piece of shit doesn't mean they deserve true. to be killed. But this person shot James Bader's father. Yes. 
didn't kill him, but almost did, and was trying to kill James. Yes, and kidnapped a girl. Yeah, and was going to kill her if he didn't show up. Yes, he was. A, he was a bad guy. He was a baddie. He needed to. He needed to die. And all that happened. Yeah. And then they cut to a and then it's just number. another party scene. That's so good. We're not even scratching the surface. No, you owe it to your, it's. Listen, it's free on a streaming uh, uh, service that we won't name. Yeah, you can find you can it. Find it. Dirt cheap. And if not, worth a rental for three it, bucks. Yeah, for three. It's so good. Hundred and twelve minutes. Yeah. But even though I brought a musical clip to our podcast. I didn't realize how musical this movie was. Yeah, it really is. Like, you would think, oh, there's, like, the Jim Carroll band. They did it, and the rest of it's this, like, teen drama. There's music all over the place. Yeah, good music, too. Yeah. I mean, some of it's bad, but delightfully bad. But an 80s good And, like, I would say two-thirds of it legitimately kick-ass. Yeah. Like, good music. I had no idea that was Marianne Fifth. That's a huge get. Yeah. Yeah. So... So thank you. I'm so happy that you're like, I fucking love this movie. Yeah, I did love it. Because I figured you'd be like, yeah, this was a lot of fun. What a dumb movie. But you're like, this is fucking great. Both of those things. Yeah. Yeah. At the same time. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> loved it. Loved it. That was so much fun. We're gonna, I'm going to find some other ones that we're going to watch and uh, we'll report back. Right. But that's a high, that's a difficult bar. It's a hard bar. bar. Yeah. I, I, I shut my lot early. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to come back after that. But yeah. I'm going to try. Yeah. I have some ideas. Yeah. So, what do you have for the? Uh, I have something that I episode. saw on the social medias, of course. That I was like, "This is really funny." I'm gonna talk about it, and I'm actually I screenshot it. Uh-huh. So here's 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 what it is. Here's the here's the setup. Somebody today. This is someone who I don't. The slightly irreverent Jennifer Maglia. Okay. Someone today asked me if I wanted to read Smash Mouth's All-Star translated into Aramaic and then back to English. <laughs> the answer to that question is always yes. So the trans so they took it, translated it into Aramaic. Right. And the trans- yeah, I guess. So it. then it's back in English. Uh-huh. Here's what it is. It's just the first part. Yeah. And listen, let me tell you something. It's a good song. I'm here for I'm here for All-Star. Yeah, I mean. It was overplayed, and yes. now even just as a joke, it's sort of oversighted. Yes. But I'm very curious about this. Yes, it's yeah. it's. Absolutely. And we're assuming the audience knows the lyrics to All Star, which is if you don't, come on, people, pay attention. It's so easy. Yeah. Um, there was one who said unto me that the universe was going to cause me to tremble, that I'm not the sharpest cutting implement in the storehouse. This she, is fake. <laughs> I'm saying it's not. Yeah. She had the appearance unto me as a stupid one with her finger and her thumb in the frame of a Greek gamma upon her forehead. Behold, the years begin coming and do not cease from coming. Fed unto the axioms and I fell upon the earth and ran. It was not acceptable if not to live for the sake of pleasurable things. Your brain increases its wisdom, but your heart increases its stupidity. A great amount to do, a great amount to see. Therefore, there is no difficult problem if we take the straight streets of the backside. Uh, you will not know if you do not go. You will not shine if you do not glow. Here's the, here's the chorus. Yeah. Behold, currently, you are entirely a star child. Begin your power. Go. Laugh. Behold, currently, you are a master of the music. Begin your singing. Acquire your wages. All the sparkles is gold. 
Comets alone shatter the frame. Yeah. I'm going to say that's real. No, that's 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 someone just wrote those and said, yeah, I translated it. I'm 100% going to live in the truth of that. <laughs> why, why do you think that's fake? Because it's just thesaurus words. That's not, it's not even broken English. It's just. It's a translation. They yeah. translated. They, they but literal. no, it's not. No, it's not. That's fake. I'm going to say it's real. Well, it's funny, but no, it's not. Uh, until that you, is not what things sound like when you translate them to a language and then translate them. Until back. you prove to me otherwise. Let, we could go into Google Translate right now. Oh, let's do it. And I'll, <laughs> no, let's not waste the, <laughs> Let's not waste time doing that. You have so many other things to do. All right, fine. No, we don't have to. Okay. It's up to you. Okay. I, I'm going to choose to live in that bliss. I'll go ahead and live there. <laughs> go ahead and live there. I'm going to live in that bliss. Yeah. Because listen. Everything on social media is real. <laughs> Paul, you and I have worked in social media. It's always real. It's always fact-checked. Right. No, every word was just a fancier word for the thing. Like, yeah, it was acquire great. Acquire currency. That's not what happens when you do that. That's I think not it how is. That, that's not I, how that goes. I think it is, and one of us is going to end up being disappointed. But I want someone to re-record the song with those lyrics. I would be great with that. Yeah. Before we move on... Mm-hmm. It was, also, by the way, it was behold currently. Nothing. If you translate "hey" to another language and then back, it's not going to be. Well, it was, behold. it was "hey now." Yeah, currently. Hey now. Right. Behold currently. You hey think now. Hey, if, if "hey" translated to Aramaic? No. And "Hey then, now" translates to "behold currently." No, it wouldn't. Hundred no. percent, I believe that. No, absolutely. Not. Until you prove me wrong, I'm going to say that it is absolutely. Not. But here's my question. Yeah. Smash Mouth or uh, Sugar Ray? Ooh, Sugar Ray. Sugar Ray. I was going to Because Mark McGrath. Has that been? I think you asked that. I in must a, have asked that. In, in a, okay. In a, in a laser round. I'm not sure. But I feel like at one point I explained defending Sugar Ray. Yes. Because Mark McGrath used to go on Celebrity Jeopardy. And he was and the, you killed it. He knew he that he's one of us. Yeah. He's he a music does. nerd. He knew yes. everything. Smash yeah. Mouth or Who Mistake? Smash Mouth. Smash Mouth or Blink-182? Smash Mouth. <laughs> I really don't like Blink-182. Wow, okay. Yeah. All right. Fair enough. Um, Smash Mouth had three hits? They had three hits. Two I liked. Because I first liked, it was Walking on the Sun. Which I like. It's a good Me song. Me too. Uh, then All Star. All Star. What's the other one? Can't Get Enough of You, Baby, which is terrible. Oh, right, yeah. That's oh, and they did a cover shit. of... Uh, I'm a Believer. I'm a Believer. That's which, dog shit, too. No, it's not, but you probably don't like the original either. No, I don't. Yeah. But to me, uh, Sugar Ray has Fly, and everything else sucks. Well, because they were sort of like a hardcore punk band. Yeah. And then on that one album, they had Fly. This is this is the thing that used to happen in the '90s when people just bought albums. Yeah, we all did. Where you would get tricked by one great pop single yep. into buying an album that was just all garbage, other than yep. the one hit. Did that all the time, uh, and that was a prime example of that. But then when they had such a big pop hit, like they had to sort of go pop, which yeah. is why their next album was called "Fourteen Fifty Nine. That's right. That's implying right. that there was like one minute left of yes. fifteen minutes of fame, or one second left, and they were kind of right. But Fly is was fine. I loved Fly when it came out. Yeah. I got kind of sick of it, but I like Every Morning. That's okay. Yeah. And then everything else, I don't even know. I think there's another one. I think I there is two, but I can't remember either. But like Smash Mouth or Sugar Ray is the exact right question. Yeah. They're sort of the same. They're the same, interchangeable, same time frame. Yeah. Where they broke, they broke big, like literally, like. 
probably the same month, I would imagine. Yeah. 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 It's 97. Yeah. I think maybe Walking Out in the Sun was 96, but... But yeah, we're talking about 1997. Yeah, when it to 99 really, here. Yep, exactly. When I was in high school, this is why. Like I, my four years of high school are like the four worst years for music ever. I mean, it's really true. You say it a lot, but yeah. I'm like, no, you're right. Yeah, that it was like the rise of boy bands and Britney Spears. Yeah. It was the rise of Corn and Limp Bizkit oh, and the whole yeah. new metal thing. Yeah, and then bands like. Sugarette. It was yeah. just like this post grunge, quote unquote, alternative yeah. rock. Just it was all just trash wall to wall. It was a terrible time for music. <laughs> you had a rough high school. Yeah, time. but that's so. I think if that hadn't happened, I wouldn't have turned to like classic rock that's and like true. finding other music. That is very you know true. I mean, I'd be the typical person who's just kind of attached yeah. to whatever was current when they were in high school. But what was current when I was in high school was unlistenable. Kid Rock. Yeah. You should be thanking Kid Rock for yeah. making you a better uh, yeah. music listener. Right. Like, I didn't even try to, like, ba with a ba. Oh, God, no. <laughs> I saw that. I was like, fuck that guy. Immediately. Yeah, but I have friends who bought that CD. Probably for that one song. Devil Without a Cause, I yeah, think. Yeah. No, it also had Cowboy on it. That was that the follow-up. Wanna be a cowboy, baby. <laughs> I forgot all about that. Now it's in my head. Yeah, it's bad. It's it was really, bleak. It was bleak, dude. It was, it was bleak, a bleak, rough grim time. time for music. Yeah. Yeah. Oof. Yeah. But speaking of older music. Yeah. Let's do the music trivia quiz. It's time This to is the do part it. of the show when Kirk and I ask each other questions from the music-themed expansion to the board game Trivial Pursuit. It was published in 1985, so all of these questions are about music from before 1985, which means all of the music is good, but the questions <laughs> are difficult to answer. Yes, that is true. Even for nerds like us. Especially for nerds like us. I am very frustrated because even though technically I have a winning streak going, I haven't enjoyed candy for a long ass time. You're on a, a two-game push. Yes, plus an expo mission. Plus an last expo time. mission, which you won though. Yeah, but uh, it it's an expo mission. It, it didn't count, count, so our guest got the candy. Yes. Uh, so I'm really hoping I win yeah, tonight. This is it. Um, so you want to stop me? I want to. I if I have another push, I'm totally fine with it. I'm gonna lose my fucking marbles. <laughs> I'd almost rather lose than than push again. If I have a push, I'm totally fine. I'm gonna ask you first. So I'm gonna pick. Oh, you're gonna pick this card. Is that the card you want? Card okay, it's going to have a bunch of Elvis questions on it. <laughs> it's going to have Elvis like and Neil Young. Yeah. What female singer-songwriter waxed 1980s Pearls, songs of Goffin and King? What? What female singer-songwriter waxed 1980s, and this is the name of the album, Pearls, songs of Goffin and King? Can you spell Goffin and King? Or Goffin. G-O-F-F-I-N. G-O-F-F-I-N. Just one more time. Yes. What female singer-songwriter waxed... This just means she made this album. Yeah. 1980. The name of the album is Pearls, Songs of Goffin and King. Jesus Christ. You don't know this. No, I don't. Okay. You should. 1980. Pearls. Mm -hmm. Songs of Goffin and King. Okay. Okay. 
Uh, Carol King. Correct. It's our own music with Jerry Goffin. It's the Goffin that was throwing me. Yeah. Because I'd never heard of that. I don't know who Goffin Yeah, they was. were a songwriting team. I thought they, she did everything on her own. No. They wrote oh, a bunch of idea. hits for other people in the 60s. Okay. And I guess she recorded her own songbook there. Oof. Yeah. But you pulled it out. I'm not happy about <laughs> it. <laughs> but I didn't think you were going to. Yeah. Okay. Next question. Your mother should know. Who... Asked by Columbia's Mitch Miller to record Mama Will Bark in 1948, asked himself, how low can you get? Who asked by Columbia's Mitch Miller to record Mama Will Bark in 1948, asked himself, how low can you get? Bo Diddley. No, that's Uh, the 50s. I have no idea. Frank Sinatra. Oh, okay. Okay. 1950s. What TV show took the Lennon sisters into living rooms every week? The Lennon sisters. You saying Lennon or Lemon? Lennon. Lennon. Like John Lennon. Oh, uh... The Lennon sisters show. Incorrect. The Lawrence Welk show. Oh, okay. Okay. Great show. (laughs) You've had it on the show a couple times. 1960s. What doll was good to the Four Seasons in 1964? Ragdoll. Ragdoll is correct. You have two. Two questions left. After the Beatles. What song prompted Neil Diamond to write, This is not a sad song, and in its way, a glad song. Yes, a glad song. Can I, can I look, please? Yes. What song prompted Neil Young to write, This is not a sad song, and in its way, a glad song. Yes, a glad song. What song prompted? You're overthinking the way they're phrasing it. Yeah. Those are the lyrics to the song. Yeah. What what song is that? Okay. The way they frame it, it's like, what song inspired him to... Yeah, that's just trivial pursuit uh, bullshittery. God, I hate Neil Diamond so much. Stop using the fact that you don't like artists <laughs> for the for, as the reason that you don't know the answer, because that's no excuse. Do you actually know the tune here? I don't know the name of the song, mm-hmm. though. Ah, God. I don't know the name of that song that I'm humming. I have no idea what it is. So I'm just going to say Sweet Caroline. Song sung blue. Song sung blue. Okay. <laughs> if you say so. I All don't right. even know that one. Finally, anything goes. This is for par. I'm going to get par, man. What does RH denote on piano music? What does RH denote on piano music? A minor key. Incorrect. I don't know what it means. Right hand. Oh, okay. Should have figured that out. Yeah. She figured that out. Two. All right. I've lost to two before, so I am not going to get you've, cocky. You've gotten. Uh, we've we've tied. Yeah. On it as well. Ooh, that Neil Diamond one. All right, here we go. Mm-hmm. Cover notes. What family beat the Beatles for most gold singles and LPs in a one-year period, with eleven from seventy-one to seventy-two? Ooh. There's a bunch of possible answers. Mm-hmm. I'm going to guess, as well, I'm not going to look. 
what family. Mm-hmm. The first thing I thought was the Bee Gees, but those are just brothers, and I don't think they'd call them a family. Mm. I'm going to say the Jacksons, the Jackson Five. I'm going to say the Osmonds. Okay. It's the Osmonds. Shit. Okay. Okay. Uh, Mom. Yeah. What song exalts, quote, when I'm sentimental, she loves me like an angel? Can you read it one more time, please? What song exalts, quote, when I'm sentimental, she loves me like an angel? In a sentimental mood. That's what I thought it was. I married an angel. Yeah, I never heard of it. Me neither. 50s. What country star crooned his first million seller with Indian Love Call? Indian Love Call is uh, uh, the album. Yeah, Yeah, that's what they do for song titles, which is confusing. Yeah. Uh, Read it one more time, please. What country star crooned his first million seller with Indian Love Call? Uh, This is the 50s. Uh, Willie Nelson. Slim Whitman. Nah, I never would have gotten Never got that. Either. Shit, I picked a difficult card. 60s. So I got three left. Yeah. 60s. What European city saw a 65 concert featuring the Beatles, Rolling Stones, Moody Blues, Kinks, Animals, Donovan, and more? 65? Yeah. What European city saw a 65 concert? Beatles, Stones, Moody Blues, Kinks, Animals, Donovan. Paris? London. Shit, you know, I was thinking it might be an English country uh, and they were tricking you. Yep. Are you can still, I, it can be a all push. All I can do is push. All you can do is a push. God damn it. <laughs> After Beatles, what name does country singer Donnie Young earn his paycheck with? This is going to be the end of my streak. <laughs> and I might even get zero. Donnie Young? What? What name does yeah. country singer Donnie Young earn his paycheck with? Right. Like, what's, there, what's Donnie Young's stage name? Yes. There's better? a, I'll say there's a, because you can't win. There's a clue. Oh, you gave it to me. Johnny Paycheck. Correct. Yeah. Correct. Anything goes. What northern state do Bobby V, Peggy Lee, and Lawrence Welk hail from? Ooh. Wisconsin. North Dakota. Ah, uh, broken. After all those fucking pushes, <laughs> just to lose it. Just to lose it at the very end. Ah, uh, the relief I feel. I'm cleansed and bathed in oil. <laughs> uh, you son of a bitch. <laughs> uh, Woof. Well, next time we play... Still no candies. It's yes. You still don't get candy. You have to for those listening who don't know. You don't start getting candy until you build a streak of three. So I got two more. So we're both starting over. Yes, I need two more to get candy. This is going to be a long stretch where no one gets candy. Candy's getting way way uh, old. Whoever gets candy next is going to taste. It's going to be so fucking good. It's going to be so earned. But that's the end of this mini episode. Bye. Bye.